welcome to Ducks in Orbit, a podcast for independent, international, non-fiction filmmakers. This is Eileen Guckman. This year, we're happy to announce our collaboration with CanDocs, where we will be releasing new episodes to coincide with their program. CanDocs will take place during the Marché du Film, at the Cannes Film Festival from the 18th of May until the 23rd. Each year, during the Marché du Film, CanDocs provides the documentary community with a dedicated forum and a thoughtfully tailored program, including daily workshops, talks, curated panel discussions, networking events, and a showcase of docs in progress from all around the world. The event concludes with the annual Doc Day, a highly anticipated celebration of documentary cinema. Before heading there, we connected with two very passionate people from the CanDocs team, Pierre-Alexis Cheville and Babette Dieu. In this conversation, they shared with us their personal experiences that shaped their interest in documentaries, and also the importance of creating physical and symbolic spaces in the industry for the independent filmmaking community to feel supported. Moderating the conversation is my collaborator, Kristina Sahariadis. Hi, sorry I'm late. No worries. It sounds like you're in a sound studio and it, it looks like it and it sounds like it. Yeah, but it's it's probably going to be disappointing because um, there's going to be noise uh, around. I hope not too much. I can't. I I don't. I should have stayed home like Babette did, but I came to the office and um, they're building the entire market, so it it will be kind of in situation. Perfect. Kind of <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we'll work with it. We'll go with the flow. Don't worry about it. Maybe it makes the interview even more like real, you know, building the market as we <laughs> Exactly. So thank you. I know that right now is a tremendously busy time. We're building the set of the market. I just wanted to first acknowledge that it's a the time that you're taking out of your day to come in and share some behind the scenes um, planning for this. So thank you so much. It's I'm really honored. Well, thank you very much for for having us. Um, this is really exciting. We're both very very happy to be collaborating with Docs in Orbit for the first time this year. So this is very exciting. So it's fine to take a break on our logistic works organizing the <laughs> the whole thing and to be talking a little bit with you. Wonderful. So I want to just first start and uh, do a quick intro because there's three of us in this conversation. So just so that audiences can get familiar with the voices. So my name is Babette and I'm the conduct coordinator. And I'm Pierre-Alexis Chevitz and I'm head of CanDocs. Wonderful. So each of you have specialized in nonfiction within the film industry for many years, uh, collectively combined. I don't know, there's probably multiple decades combined between the two of you. And so I'm wondering what initially brought you into documentary film in particular? So I've always liked film. I wouldn't say I was a hardcore cinephile only watching films all my years growing up, but I always liked films um, and including documentaries. But then it's it's a bit 
as always by chance by meeting people and places specific places that all of it took shape in terms of going down the documentary path um i would say that two of these places that have counted a lot for me are Lusace in France, a small village in the countryside in the south of France. Very, very special place. Um, so it's a small village in the countryside where a film festival started about um, 30, more than 30 years ago now. And little by little, lots of, of, of organizations, companies and structures working with, with creative documentaries built up in this in this very small countryside village. Every summer, there's a, there's a festival um, in August, which is great. Um, beautiful films, great people. And so that's one place where I ended up at some point and made me love docs and the doc community even more. And the other one is Cinéma du Réel in Paris, the festival in, in Saint-Georges-Pompidou, where I'll, I also kind of ended up at some point by chance. So I'm not sure my answers to why I love documentary specifically would be super strong or original or, or, or singular, but I would say that the values I found in the screening rooms were with audiences watching documentaries and on these kinds of festivals are also fundamentally part of why I'm, I'm part of this community. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. I mean, it's so true. I could totally relate to that being kind of a place where you would want to find yourself more and more in. And for you, Babette? Well, <laughs> yesterday I was like, when did I start watching documentaries? Because like for Alexi, I watch like, I watch a lot of films when I was young. I didn't have access to TV, but we were like renting films every weekend or going to the cinema once a month. Um, but I think I, like the first memory I have watching documentaries was probably when I was around 16 because I was really into activism. And then if you wanted to like know about topics or um, like do research or even through my readings, they always say like, oh, you should watch this documentary. So I remember starting watching documentaries from this. And then I was 18, I had to go uh, studying. I wanted to study political sciences. And then, yeah, and then a friend of mine was like, this is not for you. You should do, you should study sociology and anthropology like me. So I went to studying sociology and anthropology. And then I choose a master in anthropology. And in this master, we had visual anthropology and um, visual sociology. I really liked it. I did my master thesis, both in writing and in films. And um, I liked it so much that I decided the year after to start a new master in cinema. But also in the meantime, I started volunteering in film festival, which was a documentary film festival based in Brussels. Maybe. Maybe when you were in Brussels, it was still there. It's not existing anymore. It was uh, filmé à tout prix. Yeah, that's not around anymore? No, they, oh, they, no. they lost their funding, unfortunately. I saw great films there. I remember that. So you were working for them? I was volunteering for them. Then, yeah, I got an internship with them. And uh, my boss at that time, he loved Dr. Jboa. For him, it was like one of the best film festivals out there. So then I wrote Dr. Jboa to ask if I could work for them. And then I started. From there on, I, didn't, I never like went out and I think... It's also very similar to Galaxy. Um, I think I love films. I really love documentaries. I watched a lot of the documentaries, but what really drove me in staying in this field was the people, the community, and the industry 
sometimes for a living. I need to work in other places which are not documentary focused. And I'm always glad when I can like go back and work in an event that is just doc focused. Yeah. So, I mean, festivals have played a really big role and important role in both of your lives. I think maybe it would be good to move into talking about canned docs because I read a little bit about uh, the background of the market and how that started on a tent on a roof, which I thought was really humble. <laughs> um, and I'm wondering how uh, the origins of CanDocs, how, how long has it been around? What were some of the founding principles that were initially there and that, um, and that are still present today? Sure. Um, so none of us were there at the beginning, and it, it would be a good opportunity to mention two of the key people who started CanDocs. First one is Julie Bergeron, who actually initiated and, and spearheaded all the, the industry programs here at the Marché. And another one is, um, is Madeleine Robert, who coordinated CanDocs for, which was then poorly called Doc Corner, um, which is a really bad name, which stuck around for a few years. Right, relegated somewhere over there. <laughs> exactly, which is precisely the not what we're trying to do on the contrary. Uh, so it's kind of funny because we had this really bad name for a number of years until we changed it, we changed it to CanDocs. So it first started out around 2010, they started a documentary brunch during the, the festival and market to try and bring together the doc community. And in 2012, they started the first physical doc corner. Um, the idea behind it was really to, you know, just the, the, there was the, the, the awareness that, that um, something was miss, missing as part of the, the global film market here in Cannes for um, professionals working with documentaries. And back then, you know, people have called it a boom of, of or golden age of documentaries. It's probably another discussion to have in itself. But what's for sure is that there was an important development of, of the documentary genre within the industry and globally. So there was a, a, a very concrete and pragmatic needs to have a physical booth and, of course, a program of dedicated, focused activities for people working with documentaries here at the Marche. So that's that's how it started. It worked out really well and it grew regularly over the years because it's it's relevant, because there is this important uh, community of documentary film professionals and because they are, you know, finding interest and, and, and utility in, in everything we have to offer. So it's been growing. It's always interesting to remember that in 2012, the dark corner was was really small in, in the underground level of the Palais de Festival, which also said something about where we wanted to place docs at the time, but at least it was a start. Um, it's been growing following the expansion of the doc community in Cannes, and it's and it, it's it's still growing. It's just important to say beyond what I've just described, which is more the way I see it and Babette as well, I, I know, I'm sure, and and it's important uh, because it also what gives some some sense and meaning to what we're doing is that we're we're not only just organizing this platform for documentary film professionals here in Cannes, we're also advocating for the creative documentary cinematic genre in itself. Um, so in a modest way, of course, um, mm -hmm. um, to 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 find a kind of also 
political art, art artistic political social approach to to what we're doing to 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 our jobs and our our daily lives going to work is to also pushing dark general but also all the values that we've also mentioned before in, when we're talking about this community and why we like it attention to 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 social justice um to diversity to global issues and so on etc and we're trying through the panels workshops um sessions that we're putting together to bring a bit of this inside this huge number one festival and market in the world so um again this is all very modest but i think it is something important for us and it's also what drives us when organizing this this gan docs uh, platform yeah yeah i was actually going to ask on that note what what it looks like the collaboration with with between the two of you or the, with the team in terms of when you're thinking about what those activities will be right so like you were talking about the expansion of the documentary community within can specifically but then also just you know the, the expansion of the documentary film community outside of canon in general what questions or what thoughts or what sort of yeah what are you thinking about when you're when what are qu some questions or some kind of debates that you're having internally of what to bring to surface do you want to try that well you're, you're the one shaping the the program mostly i'm arriving a bit late when you're like what do you think and then i give i give like my opinion on it but Mostly, Alexi is the one brainstorming alone for months and then presenting me with the final result. I just have to say, like, yes, that's a good idea. Yes, that's a good idea. And then we go forward with this. I don't buy so that. I don't that, buy that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You, 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 you saw it all. You understood it all. It's, it's, that's, that's not really how it works. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's true, but it joins me a bit late a, a bit too late in in my taste but it, it is what it is and um i do i do kind of try and think about new ideas of sessions or formats and share with babette and fundamentally um babette brings me an incredible amount of great ideas of topics of speakers of, of organizations um we could collaborate with including Docs in Orbit, for example, because Babette is a huge fan uh, of the podcast. And, and so she she brought it up. Um, and thank you so much for doing it, Babette. Um, thank you. You know, I, I have my own perspective on things, um, influenced by who I am um, in terms of age, uh, generation, and where I come from, where I speak from. Um, but having other perspectives um, is extremely useful and, and enriches the program hugely. So we talk and exchange ideas and, and, and come up with, with hopefully panels and, and, and workshops and so on that um, are maybe a bit slightly different from what is the most traditional hardcore industry uh, panels and sessions that, that that you could find at, at Marché du Film, which are really interesting as well, by the way. It's it's fine. Uh, you, you need both. 
uh, and we do also have more traditional you know um sessions or workshops about uh, pitching um the i don't know the abc of film distribution or, or sales and and all of these very practical tools are really extremely important to share and pass on to to maybe up-and-coming filmmakers producers but it's also interesting to be tackling topical discussions about social justice or in a very broad way um and so that's what we're trying to do babette is, is a is a is a huge asset in in terms of sharing great ideas so this needs to be said i want also to add something because we said it over and over again this discussion that we love the community and we have a number of friends and colleagues are also working in the film industry that are helping Alexi and I, so when we have crazy ideas, we'll also talk with them. What do you think? Do you think it's relevant? Uh, do you think it's useful for the filmmakers attending the market? And we also get feedback from the community mm -hmm. when we are thinking about new formats or topics or mm -hmm. anything. Yeah, thanks for adding that, Babette. It's, it's really, really very important. Actually, we are actively collaborating to build the program with a lot of friends and colleagues out there. Um, Notably, the collaboration we're having with the Documentary Association of Europe, they, they are actually curating and hosting um, all of our Doc Talk series, um, a fantastic edition and collaboration um, for, for our program. And, you know, in general, all the people we collaborate with to host or moderate our panels and workshops, etc., are of course, people we, we love and respect and value their experience and, and, and know-how. So that's also how we build our program, of course. That's the best way of building a, a meaningful program, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the talks that Day is is um, hosting are really super, super fascinating and interesting. And we should probably get into some of the events that are going to be on offer um, just so that people that are traveling there that might be listening have a sense of like, you know, what what to look out for and what to attend. But yeah, I mean, there's just there's so much there that is practically helpful for filmmakers like Noise PR hosting one about PR, film PR. Yeah, yeah PR yeah. campaigns. Which is like a super for first time filmmakers, especially it's a super big blind spot. I mean, they don't they don't really know how to navigate those things or pitching, you know, like really practical information on 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 how to pitch and stuff. But then there's more thematic or discussions that are up for debate. And um, and yeah. And so I think it's it's going to be a, a, a really exciting what surfaces from that in the networking events that are also taking place alongside that you know, what conversations will surface um, from those discussions, I think is going to be really, really super interesting. I was struck by the language on the CanDocs website, the way that you talk about the event and the programming. It, it felt very positive and uplifting and approachable, very different from like the idea of what I had personally about, you know, Can and the market. So this does feel like a really nourishing space within that community. And you had talked about earlier, like the origins of it kind of living in the underground or living in these corners. And so, for instance, the morning boost sessions that you have, is that something that you felt needed to, to start to surface for some reason or meet a challenge? Well, this was my idea, <laughs> this one, yeah. <laughs> But um, but but it's also not my idea. It's it's also everyone's idea within this this 
industry for for I think anyone who wants to just try and and keep an open eye or an open ear to how things are evolving and 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 clearly one of the one of the things we we hear about and and you're probably hearing it a lot from filmmakers with with whom you you, you talk is um, to have places physical places and and some symbolical spaces i would say um in in film festivals and film markets where where people can just feel okay uh, maybe feel protected or feel liberated and in terms of what they can share what they can say so these film markets and particularly the huge ones like Cannes, berlin and so on um are overwhelming of course and extremely intense they can be and they and they are extremely useful they can they can also you know they can bring in some key shifts for 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 someone's career etc that that can happen but it's not necessarily always the case but but what's for sure is that they're extremely intense that's for 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 everyone and so it's particularly the case um for first timers or, or or newcomers and people without much network and connections coming from from places or countries where they don't have the the, the same kind of industry locally and and the same kind of infrastructure etc so all of this to say that i think we're what we're trying to do with these morning boosts again modestly but seems to be gaining some some nice attention from from the community is to just get together to start up the day in a relaxed protective well-intentioned and good-hearted atmosphere um so the way we're gonna try and 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 enroll them is that we're gonna have guests who have agreed to to take part and who feel like they have you know positive and and inspirational or, or or motivational stories to share but it will it will also be open to anyone participating to chip in and contribute with with anything honestly anything uh about dogs or about life or about coping with yet another crazy day in can um that's the that's the concept that's the project now we're gonna see how it works out uh, we don't want it to be too strict in terms of framework we want to keep some liberty for it to take the shape that it will kind of organically take it's 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 nothing much it's just a morning get together but still I think it's a nice idea and people are apparently are liking it so yeah well I mean it's a way to start it's a way to start the day you know it's this kind of really mm -hmm. nice um, ritual to start off sort of the day of events and it's this time it, it it sounds like it's the right way to do it you know yeah and I think it's if I can add something is that um, it's also interesting for 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 us as event organizers because that's what we are at the end of the day um, and also uh, I didn't mention that when we talked about where we started from etc but I'm I'm just an event organizer I'm a festival organizer and I and I and I like it because uh, I've always liked this the, the energy and the adrenaline of, of of it. That's why I've been working on on festivals or or, or markets. Um, I think what we're trying to do is to answer to the the challenge of uh, organizing an event that is um, relevant with the evolution of the doc and film scene in general. In terms of what do filmmakers 
want and what do they need and what are their uh, legitimate aspirations and desires when they are on a on a on a on a huge market like that and and so for us it's also challenging and interesting to try and and take this into account um to to try and work on making our traditional sessions evolve in new ways um so that's what we're trying to do and 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 another very concrete example of that is something that so I think Babette in, in at the FM in Berlin, there was a silent room, for example, right? Exactly. Meditation room. Mm. Because I, because festivals and markets must try to stay in, in tune with the, the evolution of society in general and the world in general and and more specifically the way filmmakers want to work and network now which is probably well surely not the same way it used to work and the quality and the nature of the of the networking or or the connections or or the meetings um has to evolve so of course there's always a huge issue of of making a living maybe or trying to out of filmmaking which is very 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 difficult when you're making independent creative docs but there's also the way you want to and the values you want to put behind the the, the how you work and 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 with who you work and i think yeah that is something where that is important for us um the, the way you work and the kind of of interactions and relationships that that we want to implement through our sessions and activities yeah I mean, you're not just an event coordinator. You you're a culture worker. It is I I this is how I see all of it. I see it all as culture work, whether you're a filmmaker or film programmer or the work that you do. You know, there's no there's no difference. There's no difference between the industry and the and the people that make up the industry. That's how I see it. Yeah, that's 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 true. That's where it gets interesting, trying to think beyond the traditional sessions and formats and and trying to make things evolve uh, in a in a fruitful way, and that's where we become cultural workers. Yes, participating in a global, in shaping a global film doc community and making it evolve in positive ways. Hopefully, in in a very again, we're just a very very little piece of the of the of the of the puzzle, of course. But yeah. Maybe when we start working, we are cultural workers. And now, at mm -hmm. one week of the festival, we really feel like festival organizers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. I'm catching you in a moment of just execution um, exactly. of, the, of the ideas. <laughs> well, on that note, can you maybe we can uh, go through some of the highlights of the program, uh, what, what to look out for? Uh, so every day we will start the day with the daily uh, morning booth. Then for those who are looking for new projects, we start at 10 with uh, our first showcases. And for those who, who would like showcases, they can stay with us. And we have another session starting at 10.45. Uh, so we have two showcases per day. In the meantime, we also organize one workshop. So we'll have five workshops uh, during the whole program. And then we have break at midday for those who have attended the workshop they can come and meet the teams at the meet the team cocktail um, and then we start the afternoon with our dog talks which are um, program in collaboration with documentary association of europe and then we jump in in all our networking formats so first we have 
or one-on-one -on -one consultations or speed meeting format. Then we have our new corporate social club. And then we finish the day with our group presentation. And after all this networking, we invite everyone to join us for the happy hour where they can finally relax with us. <laughs> and after it's like kind of repeat itself for four days. And then we have our highlight uh, day in the program, which is dog day. And maybe Alexi, you want to say a bit more what Dog Day is and why it exists as you are the founder of it? Well, we started Dog Day a, a few years back and back then it, it was possible thanks to some key support that we that we had from the Ford Foundation and from Caramertis at the time. Um, this support made it possible to add to, to our regular program an entire day of, of exploration and celebration of the documentary genre in Cannes. And so we have a full day of panels, keynotes, conversations, including some of the documentary filmmakers um, with a film in selection in the one or the other of the Cannes sections. And um and yeah we we it's it's a way of of of, of closing the 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 Can Docs program with a, a climactic kind of um, full day event um, focusing on 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 the the documentary genre and bringing together the entire community, also with a a big mixer cocktail. There's also a special screening as a as a closing of Dog Day in partnership with the Acid section in Cannes, which, by the way, for for those who might not know, is one of side one of the sidebars sections here in Cannes, which is non-competitive, but probably has maybe the most passion about creative documentaries. And this year, we are very, very, very happy through this collaboration with Acid to be closing Dog Day with a beautiful film, Katie Blues uh, by Justine Arbonnier. So yeah, it's a it's 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 kind of a celebration of of, of documentary. Um, even though during the day we also <laughs> again try to tackle more difficult topics as well sometimes, um, but always trying to serve the the community at large and, and issues and and thematics that are important for all of us, be it artistically speaking or politically ge geopolitically speaking, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that it's not fully published yet, but by the time this comes out, it will be published. Um, mm -hmm. So if there's anything that you can share, <laughs> but yeah, I know we're we're yeah. we're pretty we're pretty we're we're almost there in terms of the the lineup of Dog Day. Yeah, maybe the I'll do the morning session. So we have two blocks. Uh, one happening in the morning on the TNT beach, and then in the afternoon on our main main stage. Uh, in the morning, we have a tradition uh, discussion with the jury with which is the jury that is awarding the documentary award at Cannes. This year, the, the president of the jury is Kirsten Johnson, and we are very happy to welcome her. And she will be in discussion with Getty Felin, and uh, the title is Cinema and the Pleasure of the Impossible. So we are very curious wow. to hear what they want to share with us. And then we'll go on with a discussion between three amazing filmmakers. We'll have Zenep Kuzel, Nina Keshavars, and Sarah Mani, which has a film also in selection, the documentary Red and Roses in the special screening uh, section. And that would be about an impenetrable field of optimism. 
intersection of the personal and political in documentary filmmaking. And we're also like, very happy to bring those three amazing women talking together about their work, dreams, aspiration, hopes for the future, both in professional and personal settings. And we'll finish this uh, morning session with uh, Yoni Golijan on the, um, on the Bloody in the Blood Shell from Laura Poitras. And it will do for us an anatomy of a scene of the film. So yes, that was the, the program for the morning of, of, of Dog Day and in the afternoon. Um, it will also be really exciting, I think, I hope. Um, we'll have a, a, a keynote by Meret Mandefro, um, who's a filmmaker, um, co-founder of Realness Institute, um, African organization working on developing the audiovisual and, and, and film sector in uh, on the continent. And Meret wants to uh, talk to us about moving beyond empathy and equity in global stories, trying to question and explore the f is, is, is the documentary industry um, ready to move out of a mere empathetic relationship with stories and characters um, outside of the global north? So I think this will be extremely interesting. And then we'll have a, a conversation with Kauter Benalia, um, Tunisian filmmaker who has one of the, directed one of the two documentaries in competition this year, in official competition in Cannes, which is uh, a thing to underline. Um, it's been, I don't, I can't even remember a Cannes edition with two documentaries competition. Usually there are none, sometimes there are one, and this year there are two, so that's really something. Um, and she will be with us for Dark Day, talking about her film Four Daughters, Les Filles Dolfa, um, so in competition, as I said, um, and she will be in conversation with Rabi El Khoury, and then we will be um, finishing the, this Dog Day afternoon with Justine Narbonnier, whom I mentioned before. She's the, the director um, of the film KT Blues, which will be the closing screening um, of, of, of Dog Day. And, and if all goes well, a little, a little extra surprise as well um, at the end of the Dog Day afternoon um, alongside Justine uh, Arbonnier's uh, contribution. Um, so that's the, that's the plan for Dog Day 2023. It's beautiful. Well, thank you for all your hard work uh, putting this together. And also thank you so much for your time. So I'll let you get back to building the, the <laughs> building can <laughs> infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for, again, for having us. Um, we're, 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 we're really excited to be, to be collaborating with you. And you did, you did mention it before, um, maybe we should mention it uh, again. Um, um, you are offering a, a, a great um, new awards um, to the awards we are giving out uh, as part of our showcases of documentaries in progress, docs in progress from different parts of the world. Uh, Babette mentioned them when she, when she described the, the, the schedule. Um, and so, Thank you, Docs in Orbit, for offering a, a fantastic new Docs in Orbit Invitation Award and inviting one of the project holders um, for a, a podcast conversation, which will be published uh, when the film will premiere. Um, it's it, it means a lot to us, and 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 we're really happy about that. Yeah, yeah, and. 
there will be uh, publishing a lot of the a lot of the panel discussions and filmmaker talks on Docs mm -hmm. in Orbit for those who are not able to physically mm -hmm. attend but still want to be able to gain all of that and those idea that idea sharing. Fantastic. Thanks for listening. Candox will take place from the 18th of May until the 23rd. Some of the filmmaker talks mentioned in this episode will be accessible through Docs in Orbit, as well as some of the panel discussions created by the Documentary Association of Europe. So be sure to subscribe to not miss our upcoming episodes. This episode was produced by Christina Zachariades in Brooklyn, Eileen Guzman in Zurich, and with music by Naim Mahboub in Stockholm. <laughs>